Yes. Hello, 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 hello. This is episode number 75 of Truth Be Told Podcast. I'm your host, Britt, and today we have Coach Kathy in the building. We are talking about Bliss Life Era. How are you doing today? Good. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for putting up with everything I had going on. I just appreciate you being so flexible. <laughs> yeah, of course. No worries. I love how the background fits with, you know, with your crown too. Yeah. It's perfectly. That's amazing. Exactly. I feel like it's the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us are still adjusting our crown. So whenever mm-hmm. you asked me to come on the show and you were talking about your bliss life era, I was very intrigued. Aw, <laughs> thanks. Yes. Yeah. Before we go into to the subject today, I do want you to tell me a little bit more about what made you become a coach. I know you're a successful entrepreneur. Y'all, she's also a great mom. That's probably the most uh, most um, enriching title that you probably have. So tell us yes. a little bit more about you. Yeah, so I'm a coach and actually what I had to go through led me to being a coach and my life purpose of helping other people. I actually went through infertility and my infertility journey um, was like a two-year thing and that's when I got depression, crazy anxiety, and I was in a lot of pain um, and I didn't know why. And then it I found out it was due to endometriosis. I'm not sure if you've heard of that or not, but it's like a chronic illness in women only. And it, well, there's new studies that might be happening in men now, but it's, it's um, like, you know, kind of like compared to cancer cells, but you have endometriosis cells in your body and it like affects mainly your, you know, reproductive areas. So I had endometriomas grow on my cysts or like on my ovaries and they were like, you know, liquid type of cysts and they were causing me so much pain and that's what was causing me infertility. So through all that, um, I even went through IVF, got a miscarriage. But after all of that, I actually had my daughter naturally right before my second round of IVF, which is crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Yes. God is truly amazing. I'm I'm glad to hear that through all of the pain yeah. and all of the struggle through um infertility, you were still able to get your beautiful baby girl. Yeah, thank you so much. I felt like it was, I mean, it was hard at first because I was just like stuck in the victim mindset of like, you know, life sucked and I wasn't really doing anything. I was literally crying every month. <laughs> And which, you know, it happens when you're in this cycle of infertility because, you know, you're so disconnected. I think women in general are just so disconnected from our bodies and we don't we don't learn at a young age of what we really do. Right. They just kind of give us birth control and they're like, all right, you just have your periods or you have birth control and you don't have your periods or whatever. Right. <laughs> That's pretty much what I was taught. And so when I stopped being off of birth control and then I was like, whoa, I started getting lots of pain and like you know, irregular periods, etc. Like it was, it was just so weird. I didn't even know what to do. And I was like, how am I n- not understanding my body? So I had to learn and understand and take care of it. And then through all that, I felt like, you know, it got me to the outcome that I wanted. So it's, it's crazy how life takes its journey for you, you know? No, it's funny. It's, it says, they say, tell God your plans so he can laugh because, 
we're yeah. always planning and some things we can't control. Yes. Um, and I think that when you were telling me and telling the audience your story about infertility and just how you overcame it, and you probably still go through, um, you know, different side effects or trauma mm -hmm. from that, but you're mm -hmm. still rising above the ashes. And I think that yeah. at the beginning of the year, especially this time of the year, yeah. where everybody's trying to figure out um, how to become a better person mm -hmm. and how to hit those goals at the beginning of the year, I think this is a great topic. So thank you. Oh, no, thank you for even having me. And when you're talking about the beginning of the year, I feel like a lot of us give ourselves pressure to just start something new in the beginning of the year. You know, for me, I have actually been taking the new year like slowly trying to get back into it and like really listening to my body because I feel like last year I've been just like chugging with my business, trying super hard with, you know, achieving my goals. And I was just like, mm, I just want to take a break. And it's been nice. So right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. I think it's important to know, um, like you said, be in tune to your body, to know yeah. what's going on, to figure out, you know, if I need to slow down, if I need to pick yeah. it up. It's not what society is telling you to do at the beginning of the yeah. year. But I do think you should be focused, you know, especially this yeah. year, every year um, when we're trying to achieve certain goals and, yeah. and just be better in life. What made you come up with this error? Now, you know, everybody has an error going on. Yes. I've heard the pretty girl error. And yeah. I don't think this is I don't think this is like the, the pretty girl error. So can you tell no. us a little bit more yeah. about the bliss life? Yeah, so it's the bliss soft life. I call it the BS life, not the, you know, usual BS that you're thinking of. It's like the opposite where everything is so blissful and soft. And, you know, when you hear these two terms together, you know, everything's just so easy and simple. And it's because you have to actually be empowered and be confident in yourself and give yourself self-love. And when you actually do, you get to live this peaceful life right of contentment of bliss and happiness and where nothing's supposed to be super hard for you you know like when we want something I feel like our society tells us we have to work hard in order to gain something and that's what my mindset was growing up as a you know my parents were immigrants and so we worked hard as a kid thinking that you know whatever you want you have to work hard but it doesn't have to be that way if you really remember like you are amazing if you're truly confident in yourself and you work out whatever skills you have and focus on that dude everything's just so much easier and blissful and soft yes i love it i love when you, you. when i looked into your coaching and looked at what you were all about i was like this is exactly what it is it's yeah. pretty much in a nutshell is yeah. how you think um, yes. how you react to mm -hmm. certain things in life. It's not about, okay, all of us want to be pretty because I want to talk yeah. about the pretty girl era too. Because yeah. I think a lot of us get that uh, misconstrued where we think that we can just sit on our butts and yeah, uh, yeah do spas every day and just be like, oh, I'm just going to be, just stay at home and just, take baths and do my spas and meditate and yeah. don't reach my goals and don't have anything going on for me. So I was just so intrigued with this era that you were talking about, because I feel like especially women and especially yeah. what you're coming from, you know, you said that you was an immigrant. How 
is your background um, play a role with what you're coaching and teaching people today? Yeah. Oh, thanks for asking that. I love that. So as an immigrant kid, or I'm not an immigrant, but my parents were. So, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard being that middle person for your parents because my parents didn't don't really speak English really well. So we're like the translator. I feel like we have to grow up really young, you know, really quickly. And so now, you know, being different and growing up differently, like I wanted to always fit in. And now as I'm older, I take what I have, you know, got like my adversity and I teach people that whatever you've had in your life, you know, experiences actually make you special. It makes you who you are. It actually makes you learn the lessons that you're supposed to be learning in this lifetime. Instead of trying to be like everybody else, it's like you need to appreciate love, take those lessons, and then show it to the world and share it with the world. So that's yeah. what I try to teach people to empower themselves, love themselves truly. I love it. I, I love the definition of this particular Bliss Soft Life. As far mm -hmm. as how did you come about getting into this era? What made you yeah. want to teach people this type of behavior? Because it's yeah. really, it's, it's really, it really can happen. And I don't think yeah. sometimes people understand it's the power of the mind and it starts from there. Yeah, it really is. So it starts with your mindset, right? Like I told you about how I was going through my infertility depression stage, and that was like the lowest I've ever been in my life, right? And that's when you have a victim mindset, when you think everything against you. But when you shift and change your mindset to positivity, to loving yourself, you start feeling more confident and you see the world in a different point of view right? Instead of seeing everything against you, you see, and start changing your mindset to saying, oh, everything's working in my favor. Oh, like, you know, God or the divine, whatever you believe in is working for you. And you feel that power, you feel that goodness, you feel that positive energy through you. Dude, it's so amazing. And I, I'm just like, uh, saying it because it's crazy, because I was not like a very spiritual person growing up. Like I, I didn't really, you know, tap into my spirituality until my infertility stage. And now that I get to like, you know, mindset's so important. And that's a piece that we all have control over. And nobody can take your mindset away, right? It's like what you choose to think. And you can choose to better your thinking and to uplift yourself. It's all within you. So that's what I try to teach. And that's no. how it came. Yeah. It's funny you said that the the power word that I got from all of that is you get to choose. Yeah. You get to choose to be happy. You get to choose yes. to um, be sad. You know, it's all about um, what you're thinking and what you're putting in your head on a consistent yeah. basis. Yeah. For those that are struggling, um, Coach Kathy, what are some things that you um, tell your students in yeah. your program that can help them get over the hump and think, start yeah. with mindset work. Yeah. So the first thing I always tell people is to just start with being grateful for what you have every day before you like right when you wake up or before you go to bed, just say three things you're grateful for. And everything's energy. Okay. And yes, you're not going to be from like super depressed to super happy. Like the next right. day, it takes gradual work, but every day, just doing this simple thing 
helps you change your mindset slowly but surely. You'll see your energy changing because you're in this gratitude of, you know, like what you're grateful for. And that shifts your your mentality and will start shifting your energy. It's funny because I took a class about this type of behavior. And so as you're talking, I was one of those students that would look at you and be like, is this real? Like, <laughs> And then I actually started doing the mind work. Like, yeah. I, I know that it's a daily process. It's not something yeah. that you take a class for and then you're done. Mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to teach it. It's like it's a lifestyle. You do it yeah. every day. Yes, exactly. So just start with being grateful for what you have, and then you'll start shifting. And then you can start journaling and meditating and, you know, adding those things into your daily life. But when you're in a depressed day, it's hard to be grateful or happy, right? But you just have to start shifting and just doing that simple thing. And I think people think you have to do such a huge shift. So they're like, forget, it, I'm not going to do it. Right. So I always teach them to do something small and then work your way up to when you're ready for something more. Right. I, I love I love the um, outtake on this particular era for those that for me, I'm going to use me as an example. Yeah. I still deal with depression. Um, I've dealt with it for a long time. I, I think I've mm -hmm. been dealing with it. My father passed away in Aww, 2018. Nice. It's okay. And so ever since then, I've always been in kind of like a shell. That's my mm -hmm. mechanism to when I'm coping with whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But I do see that even on those hard days that I can still be okay and know that, um, that there's a different side to life than being depressed. Because I really do feel like, you know, people really are struggling out here. They're yeah. not just mentally, you know, especially mentally, people are dying young, old. Um, when we were younger and my generation or how I was brought up, we wasn't taught to um, uh, talk about our feelings. We always yeah. had to do them under the rug. Like mm -hmm. I couldn't go to mom and say, mom, I'm depressed. Uh, mom, I'm sad. You know, she would tell me to get over it. Like she would probably be mad yeah. if she heard me telling, saying this to you right now. But it's the truth. I mean, and I'm not mm -hmm. mad at her from yeah. what she was taught. But mm -hmm. what do you tell people when they are in that dark space and they don't mm -hmm. see anything else? What are some um, tools that you use that you utilize in your coaching whenever they're going through that time? So for sure, I always tell people to reach out, like get a therapist or a coach to somebody to talk to about your emotions and feelings. I think that's one of the first things that you should do because we're always in our minds and we're always trapped in our own feelings and emotions, but you don't have to do this alone. Like you're not alone. There's thousands of people who suffer with this, you know, both of us included, right? But look, we're still doing the things. We're still living life. We're still, you know, look at you doing a podcast. And it's amazing, like changing people's lives. So just talking to other people. And then like when you're able to open up and be vulnerable and actually get through why you're feeling these depressed emotions, like you'll start understanding yourself more and more. And then like tools, like I said, you know, meditation and journaling to start understanding yourself is a great way to unlock and like get those, get through those emotions of depression of like, why, right? 
So for me, as being a depressed person, how I got out of it was to actually connect to my spiritual side. Like, you know, I, I told you I didn't start my spirituality journey or whatever. Like I didn't, I knew there was something higher. I knew there's God, but I didn't really tap into that power. And I believe that that's another big piece that people should tap into too. If you haven't already been, you know, religious or anything, I'm, I'm not saying to be religious, but to right. just to something greater, right? Like yes. knowing that there's just God or like something out there. Like you have to, you know. You have to believe. Yes. Believe. It's, there's no way. See, I think mm-hmm. I, for me, um, yes. Kathy, what got me through it, like you said, some type of higher spiritual power. Mm-hmm. I just believe in God. And yeah. so when my daughter got sick, she um, was diagnosed with colon, I mean, I'm sorry, brain cancer. Oh in 2000, yeah, cancer is all in my family. And oh. so <laughs> 2016, when she got diagnosed, I didn't realize how much my life would change. Yeah. And still to this day, I still struggle. I still struggle with balancing it, managing everything. No. Um, some days, I know yesterday I just had a meltdown. Um, oh. We're in a new city. Uh, mm-hmm. And sometimes the the medical professions here are different. It's just different. Yes. And, yeah. And in my old city, well, in my, um, my hometown, I was coddled a little bit more. Mm-hmm. They, knew, they knew us. They knew our situation. I could call them. I could still call them mm-hmm. and say, hey, Layla's going through this. And they'll, mm-hmm. you know, they'll help me yeah. do whatever I need to do. Um, so can you tell us how important it is to have a community around you um, mm-hmm. and being around like-minded people just to reach those goals and to see um, different outlooks in life? Yeah, I think that's so important. Like, right, who you surround yourself with is who you are. So if you're trying to get out of a depressed state, you don't want to be with other depressed people because that's all you're going to talk about. That's all your vibration is going to be, right? So if you want to be better and be happier, you know, connect with people that are happier and they make you grow. Right. So that's why I like people have mastermind groups, right. People that are better than you and above you because you want to learn from them and you want that energy or that mindset. Right. So being with community is so important. That's what our human, like, you know, that's what we are trained to to feel and be in a community. Like, right? That's why there's tribes and etc. It's like we need that as a yes. human. So being in a community of who you want to be and where you want to be, you know, like that's so important. And that's why it's like you know, when you're by yourself and depressed, like you can't get out of that. Like if you join a community, like you see other people going through it, you're like, oh, okay. If they did that, I can do it too. Right. It like uplifts you. So that's why community is so important. And when I went through infertility, I thought I was alone because in my only circle, I was the only one dealing with infertility and I was the only one dealing with endometriosis. But when I opened up, a lot of people are like, oh my God, I had a miscarriage or like, and I was like, what? You know, so it's like, you know, people need that community. It makes you feel better. It uplifts you. And then you get to like, you know, you just feel like that community and the same um, thing that, you know, whatever you're going through, I'm not alone. Right. You, that was the, I was waiting for you to say it because I knew you were going to go there. You are Aww. not alone. We are not alone. We always think we're in our own little bubble. And sometimes we feel like, like you said, we're by ourselves. 
Nobody yeah. else understands what we're going through. But when you, mm -hmm. the importance, God didn't make us or higher power yes. didn't make you to be by yourself. We yeah. were created to be with somebody. When God made Adam, mm -hmm. here comes Eve. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't never um, a time when you're supposed to just be in that shell. You need to learn yeah. how to use the people around you. Um, yeah. You said you're taking it easy this year, like as far, as far as with the beginning of the year. How did you know to be in this particular era right now of taking it easy yeah. as you were listening to your body? Yeah, so... You know, I'm a type A. I'm very like always on the go, go, go. And I just noticed that my energy was drained. I like listened to my body and myself and just, you know, tapped in tune with my like whatever it was telling me. And I could just tell like I was unhappy. I was like irritated a lot more. And I was like, what's going on? It's because I was getting drained and I was just not happy anymore. So I knew. You know, all the negative emotions was a time to say, hey, okay, like take a break. You need a breather and like focus on things that make you happy. Yes, I love it. Like you say, shift your perspective on mm -hmm. what you're looking at. Um, yeah. As far as your diet, um, what yeah. you watch on TV, have you changed that aspect as far yeah. as what you're doing on your day-to-day basis as being a coach? Yes, absolutely. Thank you for asking this question. I love it so much. So mind, body, spirit, emotions, everything's connected. So I actually do not watch TV. Instead, you know, like, because I want to change my mindset. I've been depressed before. I've, you know, been at my lowest and trying to just keep learning. And as a coach, I want to help other people. So what I do instead is to listen to like podcasts. That's how I found you. And then like, you know, just things on YouTube to just be better and just to grow better and just listen to the positive things. You know, like when you, uh, you watch a lot of TV, you kind of get out of tuned of your body, your intuition, like you're kind of numbing your mind and body, which is okay if you're trying to relax. But if you're doing it on a daily basis, you know, then try to instead spend like two hours watching TV, like do cut that in half, do an hour of like, you know, other things like meditating or just going for a walk or just trying to understand yourself and your body instead of sitting there watch, binge watching something. Um, but I don't watch TV because I rather listen to other things to self-help. And then food is such a, so important. It's like nourishing your body. I don't think of food as like, you know, I used to like, I love food. Right. But then for me as people with chronic illness or endometriosis, I really have to feed and fuel my body with nutrients and minerals. And so food has become like a medicine for me in a sense where, you know, it makes me be able to show up as a mom, be able to help other people. So I have to eat more nutrient foods. So I don't eat processed foods or I keep it at a minimum. Right. And then I always nourish my body with vegetables, proteins and meat because when you want to be a higher vibration, higher energy, food is what helps you, right? It fuels you. So they're all combined. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you went there and let the audience know that you're not just teaching people, yes. coaching people. You're actually doing that lifestyle too. Yes. yes. You're, 
you know, you have to lead by example for us yeah. to understand, especially people that are trying to be better and, mm -hmm. and, and learn and actually admit to themselves, like, I need help. Mm -hmm. I really need help. So I commend what you're doing. You. Um, I was so excited that you even reached out to me. That made me feel great because I'm still yeah. learning with my podcast. I really yeah. am focused on mindset and healing the inner child. Um, when I asked you that, Kathy, if you could talk to your 14-year-old self, what yeah. is something that you would tell her today? That you are actually freaking amazing and powerful. Yes. As a 14-year-old, I totally was the most insecure little girl. Like, I didn't want to exist because I was so different, right? Because um, I grew up, you know, with a lot of um, white people and we were like one of the only Asian, you know, people in our community. And we just, I just got made fun of a lot. So man, now looking back, I'm like, dude, you're actually special. Like just be happy, be you, like just embrace who you are. You know? I don't know why I got emotional when you said Aww. that because I'm like, are you serious? Like, Aww. and see, that's where the, and I don't want to call me ignorant, but a lot of us are ignorant to yeah. culture, ignorant to yeah. people's background, not understanding yeah. that all of us have different walks of life, you Aww. know, as far as African-Americans, Asians, mm -hmm. white people, yeah. and you, you should never be made fun of, you know, mm -hmm. as far as where you're where you come from and your background because mm -hmm. you are so so special oh. and so beautiful like that's the first thing I noticed when you came on the screen I'm like oh my gosh she looks amazing <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to say that to you because it kind of the the mean side of me I'm a Gemini Kathy so the mean <laughs> side of me was like who's picking on you what they say to you oh, <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. So I just want to commend yeah. you to um, spread light, love to the community, let people know that there is help out there for those that are struggling, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, before we go, I do want yeah. you to let us know um, what is one goal that you are leaving or one thing I can say that you are leaving in 2023 that you brought into 2024. Uh, I think the lack, the lack mindset, I'm trying to really release that, that negativity of energy of lack, like the lack of money, the lack of abundance. Like I need to just let that shit go because <laughs> there is so much abundance, right? There's just so much good things. And like literally me meeting you today just confirm that for me like thank you so much like ah it just confirmed <laughs> for me so thank you that's that's what i'm leaving behind <laughs> thank you the, if the love is the same way you've made my day you definitely made my day tell us where we can find you at coach kathy on social media yeah so on instagram my handle is kathy.mau so k-t-h-y dot m-o-u and then you can check me out on my website, same thing, www.kathymao.com or at Facebook too, or Instagram is Kathy Mao. So Yay! I love oh. it. I love it. I love it. I'm not going to hold you any longer. We're definitely going to sign out. Is there anything else that you want to say to the audience before I let you go? 
Yes, that. Thank you again. And seriously, go live the bliss off life. You, it, you could do it. And remember that you are amazing. You are powerful. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise, because we are all here and special and for a reason. Yes. <laughs> You heard it. We are signing out with episode number 75 with Bliss Soft Life Era with Coach Kathy Mal. It was my pleasure speaking to you. You have a good evening. You too. Thank you so much. Yay.